quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Have you ever had a conversation with somebody and they're telling you about things that you know nothing about and you feel like, gosh, I should really know what's going on here? That's how I felt when I talked to Dr. Natasha Beck of Dr. Organic Mommy. We had a discussion all about the toxins in our home and in our foods and in the cleaning products we use and in the rugs that we're walking on. And it was really mind-blowing to me. So I can't wait for you to listen to this incredible podcast and discussion around what's harmful in our environment and how it affects our children and ourselves. Nice to meet you, Natasha. Nice to meet you too. So I was reading and I don't even know what PFOAs are. Uh, so it's part of a, a PFAS derivative. So there's thousands of PFAS derivatives and you got your PFOAs, your PTFEs, commonly known as Teflon to most people. Got it. And so you're going to see that in your nonstick cookware. But unfortunately, it's in a lot of other places, including our drinking water. And so you have to figure out what type of water filtration system is best for you. And the great place to start is actually at the Environmental Working Group, which is a great nonprofit organization that has a water database where you can actually type in your zip code and it'll pop out some information about your water and uh, it'll let you know what type of water filtration is best and based on your budget as well. Amazing. I'm doing that today. I want to know. I have a filtration system, but I don't know what it, that, how do you know what your filtration system does specifically? Most of the time, so most of the time they might just remove some basic contaminants like your chlorine, but there's chloramine. Um, there's, you know, PFAS, there's lead, there's lots of different heavy metals in there. Um, there's fluoride. So there's a lot of different things that can be in your water. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. there's new policies coming out every day that EWG is trying to actually push to kind of help not only spread awareness, but to change policies in our government. 
So are those the things that we're looking for when we type in our, our zip code? Are we looking for those things to come up or will it be that specific? It'll be specific in terms of what type of water filtration system is best based on what they've tested. So they went around and tested water in all these different areas mm -hmm. around the U.S. And it shows what kind of contaminants are there. So typically, like if you've got like, in, I'm in Los Angeles, for us, reverse osmosis is best because that's what actually removes the PFAS as well as the chlorine, the chloramine, which that can be removed by an activated carbon filter. So it just depends on kind of what you've got. Most filters are more simplistic and they remove maybe 10 to 12 contaminants, but there can be hundreds of contaminants, unfortunately. So what did you find when you were, because I read your bio, just that the idea of how does this affect our kids? Yeah. All these contaminants and what they're eating and what they're drinking and how does it affect them? So it can affect them from a, a wide variety of different things. You know, if we start with just things like endocrine disruptors, mm -hmm. most people see that as like, you know, oh, I'll see an item that says BPA free. So what right. does that mean? So it's good because it's a type of bisphenol and it acts as an endocrine disruptor, meaning it's a synthetic chemical that mimics something inside your body that prevents your endocrine system from doing what it's supposed to do. So how does that translate? It can lead to decreased fertility. It can lead to early onset puberty, which I'm seeing more and more of. I've got yeah. parents messaging me saying, my seven-year-old, my eight-year-old needs deodorant and or mm -hmm. they're starting their period. And so that's happening sooner and sooner. And it's because of these endocrine disruptors that are found everywhere. It's found in fragrances. So we've got, you know, your candles, your um, laundry detergent, your lotions, your cosmetic products. Okay. What do we look for? What word? Please tell me. So it's tough for sure. And that's kind of right? part of why. Like how can you read the, these labels and figure out what you're, what you're putting in your body or on your body? It's, it's tough. And so I actually, you know, I'm not to mention the EWG again, it's a great resource. You know, okay. I think it's just something easy. I mean, I definitely promote better products on my page, ones that I actually personally use and all the proceeds from my page go to charity. So I have no vested interest in any of the products. Yeah. I always try them out first to see if I actually like them, but they have different databases that they actually started to work on and they didn't realize that consumers were actually going to use them. And they mm. did. Um, so they have like a skin deep database where you can type in your product and it'll pop out like a rating and let you know, Hey, this isn't good for you. This is what's in it. You know? Yeah. So try something else. Same thing with your laundry detergent. They have a cleaning product one, you know? And so personally, I love to use like Molly's suds, mm -hmm. like branch basics, better life. Those are all better products for you that aren't harming you or your family because these endocrine disruptors, you either digest them, you inhale them, or they get absorbed through your skin. The problem is they accumulate over time. And we didn't have this problem, you know, 20, 30 years ago, because yeah. we didn't have all these different toxins. We had some, you know, and our body has a natural detox organ, the liver, but we can only handle so much. There's a reason why we've got so many food allergies. We've got so much more learning disabilities and ADHD and autoimmune conditions and eczema, and I could go on and on. So do you think there's a, there's a correlation then, or what correlation is there between like, let's say ADHD or, cause I know that's such a big yep. button right now. And, and, and rightfully so do you think there's a link between, and what is it? So for ADHD in particular, there, they've seen correlations between artificial dyes and preservatives that are found in food packaging and mm -hmm. um, you consuming them and finding that they actually worsen your attention and then making you much more irritable as well. Mm -hmm. So when we remove those products and I actually personally know from my own experience, because I have ADHD and was diagnosed with dyslexia now known as reading disorder. Mm -hmm. When I removed those things from my diet, I felt a lot better. Mm -hmm. I definitely still have ADHD, right? but well, it, yeah. it was a huge difference. 
and you found your attention to be better. Yeah, I was able to focus a lot better. I mean, I definitely use different compensatory strategies now Mm. and some more natural things as an adult. But when I was younger, it was definitely tough. And, you know, there wasn't as much awareness about it. Mm -hmm. And it it was actually found in, I think it was in the 80s by an allergist that found that uh, correlation. And now it's, you know, we're actually seeing the impact on all kids. So artificial diets and preservatives are not great for any child or adult. No, especially in big, yeah, they're in everything. And that's how do you get around that too? That's so hard. How can you eat out or go to a bakery or go anywhere without eating those things? Well, a lot of it's in your packaged food. So when you're going to the grocery store, I like to stay on the outer aisles. So you're going to stick with your produce. Once you get to your packaged food, flip it over. Yeah. First thing I like to look at are added sugars because refined sugars is a huge mm-hmm. problem in our nation today. And we're just overwhelmed by sugar because it's in everything. You know, I want to preface all this because I've been listing out a lot of different toxins <laughs> uh, right now and it's going to just seem overwhelming. To yeah, everybody. I mean, it does. I'm like, wait, I have to throw out my whole kitchen. I think so, everything. Right. So I want to go backwards <laughs> because I just want to, I don't want to overwhelm everybody. Yeah. First thing, social toxins can actually be worse than chemical ones. And I like to preface that and let people know that. And what I mean by that is social toxins, meaning you're worrying, you're overwhelmed, you're anxious about all these yeah, things. Yeah, I was going to say too, like, I feel like, ADHD has also helped with, and this is totally off subject, but with more connection and like less worrying and feeling more relaxed in your relationship and feeling better at home that you see that that also decreases a child's inability to, to pay attention. Sure. There's a lot of different things that you know contribute to ADHD. So that just, it's hard to just say it's just, hard. Yeah, it's definitely, right. <laughs> it's, just, it, it's a contributing factor, you know, right. There's lots of things with ADHD. There's sleep, there's diet, there's tons of other things going on. Yeah. But when I, you know, approach, how do you start to like, you know, get on a more non-toxic journey? Mm -hmm. You know, I say, let's start with the top five free options that I like to say (laughs) that you don't have to do anything. You don't have to buy anything. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, So we're going to start with that one. Number one, uh, leave your shoes outside. Don't bring your shoes inside and walk with your shoes inside. Oh, tons of different bacteria and viruses, including C. diff that actually are on the bottom of your shoes. And you don't realize that like you're bringing that out into your home. And your home environment inside the indoor air is actually more harmful than the outdoor air. Because it's contained. It's contained, but there's a lot of things inside your home that you don't realize that A, you're bringing in. So your furniture, your carpet, mm-hmm. you know, things that you're bringing in from your shoes, from the outside. So indoor air is actually more, has more pollutants than outdoor. Okay. And I think that's surprising to a lot of people. Yes. So number one, leave your shoes outside or put them in a basket. Don't walk around with your shoes inside your home. Number two, open your windows. Something really simple. Yeah. You can always look and check, you know, the air quality as well. You can check it on purpleair.com and okay. it'll just spit out a number and let you know how the air is doing outside. So whether or not you should open your windows. <laughs> but if you don't, you know, actually think about it, like when you have that like ray of sunlight that's coming in through your, you know, window and you see all those speckles floating, yes. you're, you're inhaling all of them, you know? And so you don't recognize that like, yeah. Oh, what am I actually inhaling? This step from, all right, opening your windows to, all right, I'm going to try and invest in something I'll, or I'll save up is an, an air filter, mm-hmm. you know? And when you actually get these air filters, the ones I like are IQ Air and mm-hmm. Austin Air. Those are the mm-hmm. ones that are the best out there. You'll open it up after just a week or two and you'll open it up and you'll see the amount of stuff that's in there. And it's collecting everything from dust, the volatile organic compounds that are found in your, you know, carpet to uh, formaldehyde that's in the glues in the in the cabinetry, everything mm-hmm. floating around, and it'll actually clean the air. 
how are we alive? I mean, honestly, like how are we living through I mean, all our this? Our bodies are amazing systems, but the thing is, is that we can only handle so much. Yeah. And so those toxins accumulate in our body and eventually they're going to come out at some point because it's mm-hmm. going to be, our body's going to be overloaded. So we're going to have more asthma. We're going to feel bloated. Bloated is not a good thing that we're supposed to feel. <laughs> Whatever woman says to me, oh, I, you know, I feel bloated, but it's fine. That's not something that you should feel. <laughs> you don't have to be, feel that way. You don't have to feel bloated. You know, you don't have to feel like you've got eczema patches or little rashes or you shouldn't, or your skin has, you know, redness or, you know, acne. Like those aren't things that are normal. Like, mm-hmm. sir, sure, there's certain periods of time in your life when you acne may be more typical because of hormones. But outside of that, no, it's not. And so you want to ask yourself, well, what may be contributing? So going back to the free things. Yes. <laughs> making sure to turn off your electronics at night. It's ah, an easy thing to do. We're just all the way off. All the way off. Or you can even put it on airplane mode. Mm-hmm. But make sure when you put it on airplane mode, you actually go through in settings and make sure that the Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi is off. Are actually mm-hmm. off. Um, yes. And so the problem is, is that 20, 30 years ago, we didn't have all these electronics bombarding us with all of these different EMFs. And we've got dirty electricity, we've got radio frequency and we're, we're, you know, we've got the Wi-Fi, and some people are more sensitive to it. Yeah. You know? And some people are fine. And little people are more sensitive to it, obviously, because they are littler and everything is so big. And yes, and their yeah. bodies can't handle it. And they're getting bombarded even more because they've got the baby monitor. They've got the, oh, sound you know, machine. the noise, so, noise machine. That's Wi-Fi. And it's the humidifier. Right the humidifier. It's all right there right on top of them. So we're going to try and remove those things from your child's room, mm-hmm. remove those things from your room, or at least put them at least six feet away because they actually dissipate over how far Space. away they are from you. Right. So oh, I didn't know that. You. And then if you want to go the next further step, yes, I want to know, I want to know at least <laughs> a hard wiring. Yes. So you want to have a baby monitor. Hard wire is best, right? Not the um, Bluetooth or not the Bluetooth, Wi-Fi enabled Wi-Fi, but even just the, you know, regular audio monitor, there's not Wi-Fi. Yeah but it's still emitting um, EMF. So like, it's still not the best. You always keep it not next to your baby's crib or your child's bed, yeah. put it on the opposite wall. And same with that monitor, looking at them, you know, or with the, uh, the Nest cameras, just be mindful of those, of having them inside your house because they do get a lot. And then you got the same thing with, what is it? The Alexa, the Alexa, Alexa. and you know, all the other, you know, new technology yeah. that somehow, yes, makes your life easier, but also what is it doing your body, you might not realize it, especially for little kids, it can impact their behavior. What about the earbuds? Those were things I really worry about. I'm like, don't wear the earbuds. Nobody should be wearing those things. There's research being done every day on it. But yeah, I personally don't wear the earbuds because you're just getting bombarded with it. So I like these headphones mm-hmm. that I'm wearing yeah. from Tech Wellness. Okay. Um, and so they have, they're plugged in. So you're not actually right. getting bombarded just from, from the earbuds that are just in your head. Yeah. And you know, you're getting um, all the radiation right across your head because it's going right through. This is coming through the actual wire. Yeah. Um, and then they have an anti-radiation kind of shield. Oh, they have a shield. That's why I like these ones from Tech Wellness. Those are the ones that I've found that are actually more. I want to live in an anti-radiation <laughs> bubble. <laughs> I mean, we all want to live in a bubble, but we all want to have some kind of, you know, exposure to everything. We just want to have it's all about 80-20. So you've got to figure out what works best for you and your family. Right. So going back, so making sure no shoes in your house, making sure you open your windows, eventually getting you know, an air purifier, drinking water. You're drinking water. If you can get an, um, a water filtration system, that's great. Like the AquaTrue is a reverse osmosis one that's on the counter. Pristine Hydro is more expensive, but it goes under the sink. It's not 
as time consuming because you don't have to constantly clean it. And are these on your site? Yeah, these are some of these things are on my site. Um, okay. You know, I sometimes I just talk to them you know, about them when people ask me questions. No, I want to know. I mean, I think it's like if you're going to do it, you might as well. Because I have a filtration system. And now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if it's the right one. And I'd rather buy the right one. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then making sure when you do fill up that water, don't use a plastic bottle, use a glass mm-hmm. bottle. And the reason I say that is that plastic has different bisphenols that are endocrine disruptors, even if it says it's BPA free. Problem is, is they add in different bisphenols to account for the fact that they ha- can't have BPA. So they put in BPS, uh-huh. BPF, which actually can be more harmful to your body. Oh, and geez. so that's why, especially with kids, even the American Academy of Pediatrics came out in 2012 saying, don't use plastic, use glass, stainless steel. Instead, mm-hmm. if you're going to use plastic, never heat it up. Don't put it in your dishwasher. If you have to put it in your dishwasher, put it on the top rack because yeah. it gets too hot in your dishwasher. And the problem is with plastic, when it gets hit by heat or anything acidic, mm-hmm. it breaks down. And so it leaches, uh, that plastic melts down and you're consuming it. That's one thing I did know, everybody. I just want everyone to know. I don't right, use plastic. I, <laughs> Michelle knew about plastic, so that's yes. great. And I don't wear my shoes in the house. Okay, those two things. So you got two. You got two down. That's huge. That's, that's huge good. Step. And I open the windows. I'm, I'm almost there. All right. We've got, we're almost there. And then, so we're, when we shut off, uh, going back, when we shut off our electronics at night, so we're trying to yes. lower, you know, our that's EMF one. amount. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good thing. When you go next step further, you want to make sure your sleep is really important. Sleep is huge. So I like to make sure to follow my biological clock when it's dark, you know, into your bed. Um, When it's morning time, I like to ground. So I take my bare feet and I go outside and it just, it does wonders because you're actually just, you know, getting energy, you know, this may seem like more spiritual and whatnot, but there's actually shown some studies on this that actually putting your bare feet in the ground, you're actually getting you know, you're, you're absorbing things through the ground and you're actually feeling, you know, feeling the earth and it kind of helps to set your biological clock, especially if you're traveling, you're feeling jet lag. That's one thing I always do. And it always helps me. And I really don't suffer from jet lag because of it. Oh, interesting. I always see people walking with barefoot too. I mean, uh, hiking like in Griffith park, barefoot. And I wonder oh, if I'm that's... always impressed by that. I don't know. I am too. Do that. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you're doing this whole like three mile thing there's with a big, no... there's a big barefoot, like, you know, a uh, community out there and they do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm about like getting my five, 10 minutes out in the grass, the dirt, the sand, I, wherever you're at. That sounds good for me. <laughs> I don't think you need to go that far. No, there's uh, dog urine out there. <laughs> but for those who do it, you know, kudos. So then going back. So when we, when we actually look at different toxins, so we've got some of our fry, you know, our free things that we can do. Oh, and produce. Sorry. I didn't talk about diet and incorporating more produce, whether if you can't afford organic, get conventional, wash it off in your sink more often. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you can even do like a little bit of baking soda or apple cider vinegar Mm -hmm. in your sink and wash off all your produce, um, depending on kind of what it is. Baking soda. I never heard that one. Like a little spoonful of baking soda. Okay. It can kind of help reduce the amount of pesticides that are on the produce. Right. But when you can try to buy organic, the thing is, is that people say, well, I can't afford all organic. How do I do that? So there's something called the dirty dozen and the clean 15. And they've studied which pesticides are held on to produce more than others. So the dirty dozen, we've got like kale and strawberries, those hold on to pesticides. So when you can buy those organic, it's like a banana or an avocado or an orange. Those have a thicker peel. And so those don't hold on to pesticides as much mm-hmm. so that you don't need to buy organic. Ah, so when you're not eating the outside peel, maybe it's okay to buy the conventional. Yeah. 
Exactly. So just dirty dozen, clean 15. You can Google that. The EWG puts that out every the EWG is like the go-to. They are an amazing organization. Yeah. And like, I mean, I joined the board because I thought they were doing such incredible things um, and really helping to spread awareness. And so it's a great nonprofit that just, it's a good starting place because I yeah. think people get overwhelmed and they don't know to, they don't really know where to go. Yeah. I'm overwhelmed. I'm going to have to listen to this again to get all of the information. I think one more time, because there's a lot, it's a lot. There is a lot. And like, I do, I can send you some links from my yeah. page that have like the Perfect. Top five free things to do the top mm-hmm. five investments you want to make to start your non-toxic journey. I need, I need a non-toxic journey. I think okay. beginning November 26th through November 29th, My four online courses will all be discounted by 25%. This is the lowest I offer the courses all year long. So if you struggle with sibling fights, can't seem to stop yelling, need more cooperation at home, or are dying for ways to navigate big feelings, you might just find some peace and solace with one or maybe all four of my online courses, which you do at your own pace and you get to keep in perpetuity. Beginning Black Friday through Cyber Monday, all four courses will be on sale. Head to the show notes and find links for each of them. Please use the code PEACE25 to get your Black Friday Cyber Monday special price. In the beginning of the show, we talked about PFAS. That is one thing you you can't just, when you run out of something like a cleaning product, go try and buy a better one. PFAS, I will say that you just have to toss. So I, I like started a whole thing where I'm like, toss the Teflon. Toss all your nonstick. All your nonstick. What yeah. about the cast iron pan? That's what I use a lot because. Oh, it, amazing. So you're, you got another step. Yes. Great. Okay, cast good. Because it doesn't great. stick. And, no. I, and, and I love it. I'm all about my cast irons. I okay, love over time, they become more and more nonstick. They're the best. Yes, they're the best. So you want to stick with your stainless steel and your cast iron. So okay. there you go. All right. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You're good on that one. But yeah, so Teflon, it's, it's uh, the PFAS, which is commonly mm-hmm. known as Teflon was for some of them, for some people. It doesn't break down. It's a forever chemical. They've done tons of studies. They find it in the umbilical cords of, of fetuses. No. It's there. And so no. we want to try and get rid of it as much as we can and not you know, make sure that we're consuming more and more of it. So just be mindful. Anytime anything says like water resistant or stain resistant, Mm -hmm. it's got some kind of PFAS derivative. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's thousands of them, unfortunately. What are the big ones that we should look for? The big products that have So your your cookware, Mm -hmm. your carpet. I, you know, so if you're going to put carpet in your kid's room, I would try to think twice about that. If what about just rugs, like the, the, you know, hand knotted rugs, those kind of rugs. You just want to be mindful of rugs if they have some kind of stain resistant or water resistant um, added to them, you know? And so you just want to ask the manufacturer, do you have that? And they say no. Or if they say, yes, we do. What, how, if they say, no, we don't, well, how does, how is it like not absorbing? (laughs) Yeah. What are they putting on it then? What is, what is keeping it good? And a lot of the time you'll see DWR, which is durable, like water resistant. Ah, uh, got it. A PFAS, you know, um, derivative there. Okay. Uh, they use that there. So um, cookware, rugs. Cookware is the big one. Rugs, your children's clothing. So anytime that you got all of your rain gear and yeah. your winter gear. So I'm writing oh, yeah. out of a blog of like places to find better products. Is know? Gore-Tex like that then? Yeah. Shoot. No, I'm not doing I mean, well there. So like, you know, but it's, it's all about 80, 20. Like it's not like the end right. of the world. You're not like, it's not like you're consuming it. Yeah. So like my most important thing is like, I'd start with your cookware. Right. You know? What about rubber, like rubber, you know, boots yeah. and that kind of thing. Those are fine. So it depends. So, you know, there's like PVCs on them. 
So oh, yeah. like I have different rain gear, like um, the rain boots I love for my kids are by Stones, um, S-T-O-N-Z. And they don't have any PVC. So it's not like coming off of their rain boots and you're not inhaling. But obviously like it's not the it end of the world. Perfect. Yeah. It can't be perfect. You're really wearing them outside. So it's not the end of the world. And you're not bringing them inside anymore. So they're exactly. staying outside on the porch. So, they, so you're going to be It's not the okay. end of the world. I don't want to okay. freak out about I'm that. not going to freak out about my Gore-Tex. I'm leaving No, it. but like <laughs> your parents are thinking, okay, I need to if buy, buy a new one. Or new ones. I have to yeah. get something. Oh, let's look for some better options. Yeah. That's all. If okay. you have them, like, and I still have some pieces that like from Patagonia or whatever. Yeah. I, I'm not tossing them. You know? Oh, they're when expensive. <laughs> so when my kids grow out of it, then I have to buy a new one the night that I do. Yeah. You okay, know? good. Um, so I think you just have to approach it like that. Wow. There's so much in our environment. I know nothing about. Yeah. It's, it's a lot out there. And so like, mm-hmm. especially with kids and that's why I created like a non-toxic, like baby registry to kind of, and give different options for parents because I mean, I took this journey. It started off when I was finished in grad school and I started working in clinics and I started noticing the impact of diet on our kids, Yeah, you know, and how preservatives, refined sugars, artificial dyes were really impacting these kids' behaviors. And when Mm. I wrote up a report and I gave them different recommendations to how to change their diet, they did a lot better. And so I started finding that there was actually a lot of research on it. It just wasn't as, you know, people weren't as aware. I just think that we go to the store and we're like, oh, I want applesauce. And if it has sugar in it, we might not even look because it's just applesauce. You just think it's just applesauce or you think it's just pickles or you think it's just yogurt. Yeah. All of these things have added sugar. Yeah. You know, and especially the things that say, oh, there's no fat. That's what happened is like (laughs) in the eighties where everything was fat free. The the O-Play has no fat, but it's just full of 30 grams of sugar. sugar. Right. They have to add in sugar. And everyone loved it. (laughs) Yeah. And because sugar is addictive, it's actually eight times more addictive than cocaine. And so it's very hard, you know, it's hard uh-huh. to detox from. And I have um, some friends that wrote a book called Sugar Proof by Dr. Michael Garan and Dr. Mm-hmm. Emily Ventura. And they have, it's, the book is excellent. And they actually wrote out two different programs to kind of detox off of sugar for your kids and for the whole family, you know, because you got to do it together. Yeah, I want to do that. We did a three weeks of no sugar and I thought everyone was going to die. They were like, I can't believe you're taking it away. How did you you guys feel? We felt good. And everyone did really well. Um, They just were, they were jonesing for, we just cut out refined sugar, right? I don't know where, if it was in a few things here and there, just the refined sugar. And they were, they had a hard time getting rid of it. We love dessert after dinner. That's like our thing. And it was really hard to go like, okay, you're just going to have a piece of fruit. That has to be enough. Right. I mean, it, you, you definitely have to, don't have to go that far. I mean, fruit is something that I, I mean, especially with young kids, you just want to be mindful mm-hmm. of how much sugar, you know, it goes from zero to two, there's nothing. Yeah. And then from two to 17, it's 24 grams of sugar. And that's a widespread because a two-year-old is not the same weight as a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you just want to be more mindful of that. And so in that sugar proof book, they actually wrote out a great diagram and breaking it down of how many grams of sugar for beet should be for a three-year-old, a four-year-old, five-year-old. And so you can kind of have like some idea of a guide of what you should be giving. But like, you know, something that we do is we do a fruit crisp a lot of the time for dessert, like on the weekends, you know, you take some crumbled, you know, gluten-free oats, you, uh, uh, gluten-free organic oats, you know, put some coconut sugar if you want, or honey or some kind of unrefined sugar, Mm -hmm. put it on like cook down the fruit and put that all, mix it all together. Um, Yeah, yeah. And Pamela Salzman is like my go-to guru of cooking where mm-hmm. I get lots of my recipes from. Um, and she's got tons of them on her site uh, and they're all really healthy and she's real health conscious too. And they're actually delicious. 
Amazing. I think we all need this kind of stuff. It gets hard. Just it's easier to, you know, go by the donuts and say, oh, oh we're having a treat. Oh, and you're going to still have Krispy Kreme, you know, like I always say, like, if you're going to eat the stuff that doesn't help you grow, eat the better stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like the, the red dye 40, you know, candy, which is banned in Europe, but not banned here. Uh-huh. Let's, I'd rather you eat a cookie because it's yeah. got whole ingredients. Totally. Yeah. That makes sense. It's just being mind, more mindful about what you're putting in your body. Yeah. So like, that's kind of how I explain it with my kids. Yeah. So good. And then the other thing that actually made me follow into this non-toxic journey was when my oldest was seven weeks old and he was hospitalized for 29 days and we could not figure out what was wrong with him. Mm-hmm. And so I took a real deep dive into environmental toxins. And then I started to see the impact of environmental toxins on children's health yeah, and what could have happened with my What son. did you find? Did you find out what was, or obviously you did, you came to some resolution about his illness? We, it was some kind of bacteria and bacterial and viral infection that he mm. had gotten, but we never figured out quite why. Yeah. And so I started to look at everything from, yeah. you know, the, the plastic, I mean, the plastic bottles that I was pumping into things that I was heating up, yeah. you know, to the, the droppers of the gripe water and, you know, making sure to replace those and, and not just stick it in. Uh, directly into his mouth, you know, yeah. things that a first time mom wouldn't obviously think of, no. you know, and all the foods that I was eating that I was giving to him through my breast milk. And so I started to really go down that journey. And that's why I ended up starting this page was to kind of, uh, after my friends convinced me um, to share some of my recipes, I kind of like said, all right, I'll share my parenting tips. And, you know, cause that's what my background was in. And then I started to really share the environmental toxins and yeah. how to kind of start your non-toxic journey and shared along like how I did it. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, it's nothing like our kids to bring us to a place where we're like, okay, things have to change. Yeah. The kids, I mean, I learn things every day from my kids and I'm sure everybody out there will definitely agree. Yep. They bring us to our brink of change. Thank goodness. So we can do better. This was really good. Thank you. I love all your, any last minute like advice or any last minute, anything you want to give people out there, if they're trying to, you know, be more mindful about what they're putting in their body or putting on their body or putting in their house or any last little piece of advice. I think you just, it's just, again, that social toxins can be worse than chemical ones and not to be overwhelmed by it. The biggest thing is when you run out of something, look for something better. You don't have to buy the same Tide laundry detergent. You can try and switch it. You know, when you're done with your cosmetics, you know, that have parabens and phthalates that are endocrine disruptors, look for a better brand. You know, uh, there's a great website called Naked Poppy that has better brands on there mm-hmm. um, that don't have those, you know, chemicals in their, in their makeup brands that they actually promote. There's always ways to do it. Just don't try to replace everything at once. When you yeah. run out of something, go for it. The only things I like to say to replace are nonstick cookware uh, when possible and try to get rid of plastic and switch over to glass and stainless steel or cast iron. Okay, good. This was great. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for joining us. And I can't wait to see you next week when I have a really special conversation with my best friend all about why parenting is so hard. I'll see you next week.